Hello and welcome to episode 19 of Sunday League Pedigree. Uh, just me and Ant here today, two man in it. Ant, what's up? How are you? I'm alright, mate. How you doing? I'm alright, mate. I'm just in... I'm, you've come in here, you're oh, fuming, that, you've come in with a notepad. <laughs> you've, written, yeah. you've written some stuff down. I normally, I normally sort of uh, freestyle this podcast where it's just turn up and sort of answer questions and not really bring anything to the table, but... Because if there's anything new to that, I thought, I better be prepared. Um... <laughs> Oh. I'm just a little. I'm a little bit pissed off. I was too, honest, mate. Oh, tell me why. Why are you pissed off? Um, because we're back in that cycle again. It's in full flow. Yeah. Christmas is coming. A few games are coming up thick and fast. But since, since the last time we, you've got, you've got a title and you're Roy, Roy, Roy out. Roy out with two lines underneath it because <laughs> That's if anyone peeps over my shoulder, I want them to know. That <laughs> This is mean, the topic. You mean it? This is the topic. So, but, but it's funny because I say that, but I, I, have, I hold no malice towards him. Okay. Like you know, when it was the end of Pardew's era, I was. You hated I hated it. the yeah. guy. I was just fed up with him. And I remember when we played Southampton, and we beat them three 0 and I, mm. I was, I was devastated that we won. <laughs> I, I was absolutely devastated that we won a game in that style as well, because I knew that that meant Pardew had yeah. a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, but this isn't the case for it. Like I would, I would love him to turn it around. Mm. But that's I just, think that you only have to watch us this season to figure out that that's not going to happen. And also the fact he's seventy three or seventy four now. He's seventy three. He's an old man. Old geezer, man. So okay, since the last time we podded, what you said it was the game against Tottenham. Yeah, I was. I said that. I was still saying it's the end of. Yeah. <clears throat> it's coming to the end. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I didn't think the end would be three games later, <laughs> but I do think that he's got to go. Yeah. Okay. Um, I say that like that's that's with no hatred whatsoever. Mm. Um, it's completely different to when we got rid of other managers. Okay. Um, so at the point, at this point in time, I think you're what sixteenth. We're sixteenth or fifteenth, or okay. but two points above Huddersfield. Okay. Who were who were like second? So for you is. Is this just not good? Have you had it? You're fed up. It's just I think, I think, with the Premier League the way it is now, it's like this is just we're gonna if we survive this year, which I'm not sure we will if we keep roaring. Mm. I think this is the end for Palace because it's sort of like make or break right now. Do you think? I really do because look at the team coming up. Fulham spending 108 million. True. True. Cardiff, they're the only team that didn't spend when they came up. Wolves mm. coming blowing lots. Mm. They must be near 200 million if mm. you. Count the compensation they got paid for Neves, uh, Patricio, and that. Yeah. I mean, I know that who's top of the championship? I think Leeds are up there in. I have no, I have no idea. I stopped. Brentford started losing. And I stopped paying attention. But this, this is the thing. I mean, if these teams come up, Leeds are going to be have huge backing mm. if they got uh, Villa if they get up. Yeah. I know they're not in that position right now, but for Palace, we spend. Toby did one. We spend. I think you know. Like we've got one of the most valuable. I mean, at the start of last season, we mm. had one of the most valuable teams in the league, mm. which shows you like we are spending money. But like the way I always describe it is that we're plugging a hole in one place. It's like someone was like shooting the side of the boat, and you're just putting your hand over right. each hole as it as it arrives, yeah. and as he shoots somewhere else, and you've got to cover that one. It's just yeah. not working because we can't keep up with the others anymore. Mm. And we look at the players we have and. I did the comparison with Everton last week. Yeah. I take it back a little bit because I watched Everton a couple of times. Well, yeah, against Liverpool. And they are playing they were really decent. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll eat my words from that. But, but compared to someone like, like Brighton, for example, who are. Brighton or teams around us, Bournemouth, Bournemouth maybe. Yeah. 
Um, we should be way up there. I mean, in Watford. I'll just sort of get to this because, like, go on. My, hit, my, this is my, my short, my short. You know, after the last three games, obviously, um, we played Burnley first. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read you the stats here, right? Yeah. Okay. Crystal Palace, 29 shots, nine on target. Oh. <laughs> Burnley four shots zero on top right when have you when have Palace ever had looked at yeah. that but although that's brilliant you know we won 2-0 fantastic yeah. and showed we dominate we had 59% possession mm-hmm. which is rare for us um, but I say we had nine shots on target we scored two goals mm. like that is that's not good mm. you know um, I'll go on to the next game Palace was that, sorry, that game? That, I did, that's all I would say from that. Like, other, everything else, like, we played... Were you playing with a striker in that game, or you still uh, playing? Pal- it was Zaha and Zaha I mean, you know, I haven't got much criticism other than we probably should have scored more goals, you know. Okay. Everyone says it. Um, Coincidentally, sorry, I know this is a different topic, but was that not the game that HF came back? Or am I making that up? It was the game that came back. So you it was the game that came back. Like, certain people would say <laughs> they'd make a difference. Potentially. Um, but they were also at the, like, the next two games I'm about to talk about. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. They were both away games, but still. Um, right, Palace Brighton. This is interesting. I made, I made the treacherous journey down there by <laughs> Lewis. I uh, had to sit in some horrible pub full of Brighton fans that were all truck drivers. Why were you sitting in pub with Brighton fans? Because uh, it was the only pub, oh, quiet sure. pub we found. Um, that wasn't sort of open, just... Oh. Exclusively bright. We were, I should say, we were in your colours or you just had the jackets on? National. I don't really wear Palace colours at all. Me and Fogden sitting in there, yeah, it was, it was right, a little journey down mm. on that, but it was just not pleasant once we were there mm. due to Crystal Palace not playing, <laughs> not turning up. <laughs> but the, like this is this is the stats, right? Okay. So Palace had 18 shots, five on target. Brighton had nine shots, three on target. I mean, people will know they scored three goals, but I'm not. I'm not going to blame Wayne Hennessy for that. Like that, we were just so bad. The third goal is probably the worst bit of defending I've seen. Second worst bit of defending I've seen in the Palace shirt. What's the first? Uh, Scott Dan versus Aston Villa in our first year. In our, that was it, first or second year up, and Benteke turned him inside out, picked the ball up and bins it from like the corner of the box. It, it was outrageous. I think it was the second year. I think it was the second year. Up. Yeah. Um, um, so was it what? So this third goal was it like collective bad defending or one it, the ball, ball back? They counted. It was the Andoni versus Tompkins, mm. and Andoni comes around Tompkins, shifts back inside. This is out on the wing, mm. um, and Tompkins gets between him and the ball. Mm. Now like got control of the ball, takes a touch, but he's sort of going towards Hennessy. Hennessy's sort of half coming to him, half back on his goal line, um, and. And Donny's just sort of capitalised on that split second of confusion. Mm. Popped the ball around Tompkins and just slotted it around Hennessy. St- I mean, this was just before... Um, I haven't written what time. Oh, yeah, for- in the 49th minute of the mm. first half. And it was 3-0 at that and point. And it was 2-0 at that point. 2-0. Um, and 15 minutes before, there'd been a red card for Brighton. So, in the tw- so Brighton scored in the 24th penalty, mm. which... In all fairness, probably wasn't a penalty. Wasn't. Yeah, but I, I mean, I would say, sort of, Glenn, Glenn Murray did get fouled in the box about five or ten minutes later, so, mm. you know, swings around about so mm. that's sort of cancelled out. Uh, they got a red card in the 28th minute, during a little scuffle 
between um, Brighton just winning a free kick, which they then go on to score from <laughs> <laughs> two minutes later after the red card, uh, and then they score in the 49th minute. Yeah. Okay. Um, so when 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 that third goal goes in, what are you what are you? I I fucking it? stormed off, mate, and I went and got a beer. I stood there, me and, Fog- me and Fogden, who's missing today, were having a very heated <laughs> argument in the corridor. <clears throat> um, I think we were, we disagreed that, I said, we need to bring on, I know as bad as it sounds, we mm. needed to bring a sword off, because mm. they were 3-0 up, Zaha was watching it, every time he touched the ball, there was four def- two defenders behind him, two midfielders, and they just crowded him and crowded him. And he's not a creative player, so... He can't get out of the tight space without getting past, but four defence, yeah. he ain't getting out, not even him, mm. ain't getting out. He didn't get anything, nothing in the first half. And I said, bring on Solov just to give him an out ball, put him out wide, because you're not going to risk four players out wide yeah. and leave a target man and Andros coming in that side. That was my debate. Fogden sort of agreed, but he said, what's, <clears throat> what? I was also arguing that our formation's wrong. Like, what was the formation at the time? Second four four, four, four two. two standard. Um, and uh, he we just disagreed over that. Um, but the thing is, something's got to change. Luck. And this isn't even the worst part. I mean, fifty eighth minute is when Solov comes on. Mm. That says to me like Roy Hodgson thought that this team was doing something right. Yeah. And it wasn't. There was nothing going right. That's the worst. I said, the defence was shocking. Mm. Sacco was awful. Uh, Van Anhalt was alright, but he went off injured. Um, Wan Bissaka, probably his worst game. Yeah. But it wasn't a terrible game. Yeah. Uh, the midfield, Luca wasn't there. Didn't He didn't turn up. MacArthur was okay. And Max Meyer barely got a touch. So... Mm. That's a question. So... From what I've gathered, or from what you say, and from what I've seen, this I feel is just like, the first half, by the way. I feel like, <laughs> sorry, CSK Moscow have just gone three 0 up against Real Madrid at the Fernbar, <laughs> and I can't believe I'm watching. Viva Ronaldo, that's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> um, so yeah, Sacco, from what I have seen and from what I have heard, has not been very good this season. Mm, I, I would say that he's been a good defender, okay, but he's not. <clears throat> he's not been a standout player like he was. Okay. So I feel what, like what? St- it's, it's weird though because it's almost like he's dropped his level down and then he's got called up to France mm. and now he's openly coming out saying that he'd be open to leaving at the end of the year. Oh, he said that? To, oh, that's cheeky. But he's, he wants to play Champions League, I think, which is weird because Ooh. the only teams he's going to get that is, you know, like the last one he was linked to was Lyon. Okay. But I don't think they're going to come in because I'm not being funny. We bought him for 30 million. We're not mm. going to sell him for less than 25. Yeah. I was going to say, do you think you get value for money at the minute? From Sacco? From Sacco. Nah. Mm. If if you're going value for money, the players we bought right now, we have shock it. It's it's only the players we haven't spent money on that are playing well. Mm. Uh, and and Van Van Anhalt. I mean, uh, Wan Bissaka, Zaha, and Maya, three best players. Yeah. And, and Van Anhalt. <clears throat> Um, they're the only players sort of consistently turn up every week so speaking of actually I'll take that back gone. because my first point on this list okay. is Zaha looks out of touch which he has the last oh yeah, yeah that's what the I was last, you the that. last couple of games I was going to say how's he been this season he's been my fantasy team he's, he's been, been, he's been he started off red hot yeah um, but 
I'm gonna say again, like every time he looks red hot, he's playing on the wing, mm. and he's not playing on the wing now. And mm. It's we're not playing him in his best position. We're not playing Max Meyer in his best position. Mm. Um, Square pegs and round holes. It's yeah, it's just it's it's a problem. I mean, it's I just don't like I can't understand it. That's that's my main problem. Yeah. <laughs> so you got this great player here yeah. who any you ask anyone, I'd say eighty percent of people who follow the Premier League properly would say he's the best player outside of the top six. And oh, a lot of yeah. pundits would agree. I see that. Um, but if you're going by this season, no, of course he's not. Mm. He's probably just an average winger, uh, average striker. Striker, player, yeah. Who's not scoring goals. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, sorry, just to go on, sorry. Come to the next one. Uh, West Ham, we're 1-0 up at half-time. Good, good first goal, set-piece. Mm. Um pretty comfortable now West Ham had a few chances but we were alright with that um, then second half starts uh, West Ham score in the 48th minute uh, with I think was it Snodgrass from like I didn't even know 20, some, 20 something yards out uh, good goal or no it was, it was a good goal mm. probably saveable or blockable but no one reacted to it mm. uh, 62 and then 65 so in the space of 18 minutes or so they had, they were three one up, <laughs> and um, I don't know what it is. It it seems to be short periods of games cost us everything. Like that we just got we get put such set so far back. There's just no way back into yeah. it. I mean, Jeff Schlupp's got his goals all right. To be honest, I thought you said he was got easy. <laughs> I thought yeah, you were about to say something. But I mean, he's terrible. Uh, uh, his goal, his, his goal, his goal, his goal was good. Pay my front. But so. but he did something that we don't do. And haven't done for two years, which is have someone running on the front post and across. Mm. Simple. He's highly fit Giroud, mate. He's the king of that. that <laughs> mate, I'd love Giroud. But um, even Ben Teke stopped doing it. He always runs but far post. You just think, what on earth are you doing? Just mm. <laughs> and look at Glenn Murray. Like he's the king of that shit, and he's like, True. he's got yeah, he's got like six or seven. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, but yeah, just like those three games you know played amazingly against Burnley yeah. the week before that I get a draw at Man U which is also brilliant oh yeah conveniently left, um, that, conveniently left that one no that's brilliant <laughs> it was a great performance so I just completely forgot about that mm. um, Brighton six, we had 69% possession yeah lost 3-2 mm. and our goal was a penalty so it wasn't exactly you know a hard earned goal but did the, what, did the, the Brighton one hurt you or did you the Brighton one hurt a lot oh, but it, for it, you did it hurt more than West Ham I know you hate West Ham oh yeah yeah mm. yeah. I mean it the thing is with West Ham is that the result 3-2 away that's not that's not actually a bad result yeah. but watching it and seeing how much they hurt us in the space of 20 minutes that was just almost like it just ruined it mm. I mean I say we had more possession than West Ham again mm. and it's a, the pattern I've realised is these three games we had a lot of the ball but we can't penetrate a team. Yeah. You know, we had, again, right, fair enough. Burnley, we were going through them like nothing. Mm. But, Brian, West Ham, a lot of, sort of, sideward passing around the box. Um, I think, it's, uh, I just don't know. We don't, we got Max Meyer who can break a defence down, but he's playing out wide, so. Still. Mm. This is what I don't understand. And he comes off for Jeff Schlupp. Everyone. Every game. Everyone, like, I'm not a Palace fan, but even I know, I can tell you that Max Meyer's not a wide player. So I don't know why. I'm and even Zaha being um, up front, like, I don't know why 
just, there's, there's, no, there's no there's no there's no explanation for it. It doesn't doesn't make sense at all. Like, I mean, you, the the argument that I see a lot is that well, what else can he do? Yeah. Which is fair enough. Like, but if we get to West Ham, we brought on AU, mm. who I think shit. He's Every crap. Palace fan will tell you he's shit. But even just having someone who's up front and wants to get behind and wants mm. to get a little pass in, mm. we just opened opened them up a little bit in the last ten minutes, and we probably could have got something. We had two late chances, both coming through Wilf. <laughs> surprise, surprise, he's mm. out on the wing, suddenly gets two chances. Mm. Um, but it's just, it, uh, it's just, it's really confusing. Yeah. I say I'd love him to figure it out, um, but we just, we can't break teams down. Yeah. I think we're the best, if you're 1-0 up against us, you're in a very, very comfortable position, because we're just... Yeah, you're not good at, ch- you're not very good at chasing games. We, a common, I think we, it's been the way a few years and years is that we don't have a plan B. Mm. Never have. Mm. You know, the best we had in the championship was our swap Wilf and Balassi over. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was our plan B. And to be honest, it, it used to yeah, work. Right, because, sure. <laughs> Wilf would just roast anyone like it was alright. Um, but yeah, I, I think this window, if we don't sign a striker, then... Maybe we go down, and that's 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 a very early call. But mm. there's there's no way we can keep playing like this. I mean, teams teams they're letting us have possession. Yeah. Fifty nine percent, sixty nine percent, fifty two percent. If you give Man City sixty nine percent of the ball, they're probably beat you. They're probably beating you about six nil. Yeah. Uh, Things I think. Burnley let's have fifty nine percent. Okay, we battered it. West Ham let's have more of the ball. Because they just the state of us, honestly. I think they yeah. Have, no, no, I'm We Palace fans are going into the game saying, "Oh no, no, I'm not doing it." I'm saying they still got Chicharito, yeah. their, their backup striker. In. Something we don't have. Um, for example, first half, Luca takes a free kick, hits the crossbar, mm. comes out, nothing. No one on the rebound. Yeah. yeah. They take a free kick. I mean, it was an alright free kick. Hennessy probably should do better. Just mm. punches it out, and they they've got Chicharito. One on one with a goal. There's not even a Palace defender in line with him. He's, mm. he's so far clear, mm. and he just ha- well puts in the top of the net. We just don't have that. Mm. We don't have someone who's going to even just score ten goals a season, other than Wilf. Yeah. Just, but I'm baffled. I'm oh. really baffled. But we just don't have. Uh, say no plan B. No plan A at the minute. <laughs> Doesn't seem like it's much of a plan, plan A. a anyway. I mean, you know, like on the last pod, I said we start game really strong and then as a unit react you could say that yeah for the West Ham and the Burnley game mm. but the way the way we lost to Brighton I really just don't understand it and we've got interviews with Luca oh what do you want for Christmas oh I want to beat Brighton and then they're all like smug and laughing and yeah. we're like fucking don't talk the talk and then embarrass us like that mm. I, I, seriously that Brighton that, that Brighton result that really hurt I've never been hurt by a football match except the cup final mm. but that, that that hurt it wasn't the fact we lost it was how we lost mm. it, um, if we lost if we lost three three nil yeah but it was three dodgy goals you know yeah. we still created a lot and, like you see the effort at least. yeah like yeah. Wilf just giving you know showing that he wants it yeah um, oh also Wilf banned for the next game I swear yeah you bet uh, he can't uh, Leicester at home mm. Tom Kins can't keep his mouth shut got a yellow card after the game in the tunnel banned for the weekend 
So, a game that, you know, Leicester at home, I think, was winnable. We did it for 5-0 yeah. last year. Um, suddenly, you know, no Wolf, you're thinking, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to get anything. I think we've lost our last 13 with no Wolf or so. And if, if Tonkin's not playing, who would be Martin Kelly? Yeah, I mean, I, I know a lot of people say shit. I don't, I don't mind him. Yeah. Uh, under Allardyce, he was not too bad. Yeah, might put, I might put a bit on him. Leicester win there, I'm not going to Yeah, I would. <laughs> I mean, I'd put a bit on anyone playing Palace at the minute. Alright, so where do we go from here for Palace? Um, what's, what's your sol- solution in your eyes? Hodgson out? Oh, yeah. Or do, you think, or do you think there's any way he can possibly turn it around? And if you do the, think it, what what can he do to turn it around? The only thing I would th- think, and this is me being like incredibly patient, is hold out now because there's no... The, right, be reasonable. There's no point sacking him right now. Mm. You know, we're going into this Leicester game. We've got no Wolf, no Tompkins. Why don't we just just play the game, see what happens, try to get a point? I don't know. Game after that, I think Man City. Ooh, what's the point of sacking him for that? You know, that's that's mm. going to be a, a hard game to watch. Mm. Um, then I'm not sure who we've got between then and New Year. But why don't we just go to the window? I mean, he's, he's, he, can, uh, he said in an interview uh, last week or so, um, we're really looking at this window differently to last year. We're not going to make the same decisions, you know, and act how we did. He's basically saying that he doesn't race Saul off at all. Yeah. It, really. I'll, I'll ask you a random question. Well, not random, but I swear, well, I'm not you, but I swear you bought like a Swedish centre mid. At some point. Yeah. What happened to him? Rap, rap kip or something. Yeah. Is he still about? Or? No. Oh. It was weird because he kept, he was playing for Malmo. Yeah. We signed him on loan with an option to buy for like 10 million. And then he was just, I'm guessing he was just shit. Mm. And then Benfica, so sorry, he left Malmo on a free. Benfica signed him. Yeah. Instantly. And then we loaned him instantly. Okay. But he never got in the first team. Yeah. I think he was on the bench two or three times. And well, I'm guessing we just let him go back that's to Benfica. Fair enough. That was a strange one. Him and what's his face? That Dutch one who never plays, who apparently is really good. Readable. According yeah. to Pogden. <laughs> I, I do actually rate him. But he never plays. But what, like, Roy actually spoke about him the other week, and mm. they said, or it was Ray Lewington, said um, uh, that he they like him, he's a good player, but he's not, he's not fast enough with things. He takes okay. time, which. I can actually understand that to be mm. fair, but you know, if you are playing four four two, I understand that. Right. But ideally, for me, like if we're playing a four three three, I'd love to see him in the in the mm. midfield. I wouldn't put him in defence. I'd put him in midfield because mm. I do think that he's got potential at least to be half decent. But he won't he won't get the chance to post. Maybe he should go on loan somewhere. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, where would I go from here? Maybe that's that would be my my preferred idea was just give him. A little bit of time, even though I know Rune Royale and all that, but I mean, I would like <laughs> to see him given see how the first week of the window goes. Okay. Because, oh my god, you know. But then, then again, that's a risk as well because you don't, you won't get a new manager and he might want a player or two. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but then the next one is, well, who do you get as a replacement for him? A, I just, who do you get? I, but then you like you say that to like Southampton and they've dug out this. Oh yeah, guy from this the, German geezer. Mm. I sort of like I respect the what they do there. Mm. Well, well, we, say, we say respect it now, but if in six months' time they're gonna they're getting relegated, then yeah, I'm, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, true. All right, let's let's move on from Palace. And I'll get, <laughs> I'm getting upset now. <laughs> a little tear, it's a little tear in here. <laughs> uh, 
What's happened with Arsenal? Um, so yeah, so since we last spoke, um, we played Bournemouth away. I think I don't think we played them played them yet. Played Bournemouth away, one two one. Um, Emery dropped Özil um, for the I think for the first time this season. We played three four like a three four three four three, and Özil was on the bench and he didn't get on. And he Emery said it was because he thought the game would be really intense, like Bournemouth pressing us and stuff. And he thought that basically Özil wouldn't be able to cope with. That, okay. that intense style which I understand for that game Cause, and in, and in the day you know hindsight and that we won so I'm, I'm like oh yeah I agree, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, of course. but obviously if we'd lost it might be, it might be a different story um, so what happened that day Kasnach was decent on that day as was Awobi Um him scored again which was great Mkhitaryan's the most confusing player I've, <laughs> I've ever seen like he he looks like he has tech and he kind of does have tech, but he is the one of the sloppiest players I have ever seen. Like loose first touch, heavy touch, like runs into defenders. Like someone said on um, another podcast that he plays like he's invisible, that he can just run through people. <laughs> and I, I literally I totally get it. Like oh, so he thinks of him. He's like he's really useful player because he takes up some really good positions and yeah. he like he can press as well and like. But then he gets into those positions and I'll be running the running at the back four and it looks really dangerous. And then he'll just take a massive heavy touch and then someone will just boot it away. And I'm just like, like, you're paying this guy £200,000 a week and like, he's not even like, oh, mate. Sometimes he literally doesn't even look like a professional footballer. It's ridiculous. What, what would you say is his preferred position? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> like a 10 or a, like a what? Like a, like a, like a ram. Like a ram. Like, a, like a, yeah. So like, so like, I kind of think, he, when I watch him, I always think he's a little bit like old-fashioned. Mm. Well, like a winger, or yeah, like, like an old-fashioned wide player. Yeah, or, or I'd put him if he's not playing number ten, then. Yeah, like sort of like the old-fashioned wide player. That's the thing. Like, I feel like if Erz not playing, then he should be like our secondary, like creator sort of thing. Yeah, but a lot of the time he just does fuck all. Like I'm just like it just is. I find it so annoying. Like you're paying like this guy's 29, and to be fair, when he was at Dortmund, I really wanted him. Oh, of course, yeah. You know, I'm, I don't know. Like how when it. United signed him, I was like, oh shit. Exactly. <laughs> so then obviously we get him now. He's 29 years old and like he's just not producing. And if in the summer, I won't say now, like in winter, but if in the summer um, Arsenal were like, yeah, we, like they want to sell him sort of thing, I wouldn't have any qualms about that whatsoever. So. What about Ozil? Um, hmm. <laughs> so we, um, me and like, a few few them, we were like talking in a group chat about this quite a lot. Um, and I feel like Ozil is in himself a massive conundrum because he is... Well, he's sick of Fortnite, though. Well, apparently, yeah. <laughs> apparently, he's like, how many hours was he on Fortnite? Do you think that's true? Well, that's, that was done by his... Do you think, his... Do you think it's just him, though? Like, do you think it's literally him playing all that time? Well, that's him streaming. That's what they're going oh, That's by. crazy. They, they, he... They've worked out that from his amount of wins yeah. that he's played and the average sort of time that you spend in a game to get a win, yeah. which is like 20 minutes, they added it all up at it. Plus the games he doesn't win, they yeah. put together, and it comes to about five hours a day. That's mental. That's crazy. When you think about it, like, five <laughs> hours a day, and obviously like he goes training in that. I don't know what time he finishes training. Maybe like twelve one ish. You got to eat, and then I'm pretty sure he's got a girlfriend. So like I'm thinking like you must spend he, like it must literally just be goes training, comes home, plays Fortnite, goes to bed, <laughs> like does nothing else. Like well, but then I said I did say. He seems like the sort of person who, if he wasn't playing football, he looks like he would just be a big, like a gamer. Like, he wouldn't, like a neek. Like a massive neek, yeah, basically. <laughs> a massive neek. Um, 
Shout out to all the people who play Fortnite. I don't play it personally, but apparently it's good. Oh, I'll jump back on for the first time. Did you? Right, that's, that's a me and you conversation. So, yeah. So, he's a massive conundrum of a player in that he when he wants to be, he's really good. And when he's not playing, you really miss him. I think we do anyway. But, mm. he, for certain games, against certain teams, he's next to useless. So, but like, he, he isn't that kind of... Uh, well, from what I see, like he's not that intense kind of player. No, he's and, not. I mean, there's no way that Arsenal playing. Mm. I'm, in my opinion, I don't watch every game. Yeah, is you know you seem a lot more like fast on it, a bit more like Liverpool than yeah. you, than okay. like you would say like the old way was City. You shifted the other way. Yeah, which I prefer. I prefer it too. But he is not that guy. Like not at all. I mean, if you want someone to chase someone to close him down and maybe make a tackle, he's, yeah. you don't. It's not going to be him. It's not going to be him. And like he may have the odd game here and there where you know he puts no, a shift. Say, in. To be fair, though, saying that I wouldn't have said that about David Silva. That's true. But he sort of switched to that kind of guy. So That's true. Maybe. But I don't. I don't know. I feel like well, based on the few months that Emery's been here, I don't feel like he's the sort of manager who can just shift Ozil's mentality yeah, yeah. Like, like to get him playing. Like maybe Pep could probably do it. But it's fuck Pep anyway, so whatever. Oh, but um, yeah, so I, I get why you would drop him for for Bournemouth, and obviously he didn't play at Spurs because apparently he's got he had a back spasm or something. But I, it gets to a point where you're like, like he's missed a lot of games in 2018 through injuries or being dropped or whatever, and like I don't think you can be paying someone 350,000 pounds a week, silly. like probably what highest paid player in the league or maybe at least like top five highest paid players in the league and he doesn't play at least like 80% of your games like he's playing at the minute he's playing like half our games which I think is just a bit dumb but oh my god <laughs> but <laughs> saying that he didn't play against Tottenham and we battered them and that was nice so because well I thought we were going to win but no one else, everyone else was really like not confident at all especially when they saw that Elza wasn't playing but um, I think even Tottenham didn't expect us to play the way we played. Like, cool cool. To play the way we played, and obviously we like we we blitzed them. Um, so I can't say that I'm unhappy that he's been dropped because the results are still coming. But when it comes to games, like I went to, we played Huddersfield the other day. We won one nil. Literally one of the shittiest games I've ever watched in my life. Like it's games like that. I think people say that Özil. Um, you can't play him in the big games away from home or you can't play him in the intense games blah 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 but I think well, how can you say that about one of your biggest players that's, that's what I'm exactly like he he's still got the quality that's what you say about like a fringe player like, exactly like, do you know what I mean like he's he is supposed to, he is well talent wise he is our best player I think anyway and like even in the same vein where you say he can't play in these big away games I think he still has to play in these games against, you know, the hardest ones and stuff like that, because I think we really struggle against the smaller teams. Like, because when they sit back and just say, yeah, beat us, we haven't really got... Like, Emery's not like a... He's not really an attacking-minded manager, I don't think. So, there's not really a lot that can be done. We kind of have to, like, force our way through rather than create it, if that, yeah. makes, if that makes any sense. And it was really obvious to see that we had... Like, so, like, sometimes with Emery, he'll... So, like, he, he's done this a lot. Basically, does it every game. Picks a team... Um, and then makes like a double substitution at half time or one substitution at half time yeah. and obviously it's nice to have managers who are proactive like you see something not, like it's like opposite of Hodgson like you see something's not working and you, you you do something to change it fair enough but then if you're always having to change stuff at half time it must mean that you're not getting it right from the start yeah yeah true and he, against 
Huddersfield at home, we played five at the back, and he played Torreira, Xhaka, and Guendouzi in central midfield. Like three fairly defensive-minded players <laughs> against Huddersfield at home. Yeah. And like even I, like I'm not a football manager, but I'm watching this game thinking we're not going to be able to create anything. Lo and behold, we didn't create anything. He has to make a double substitution at half time, and then um, Mustafi got injured, so he couldn't make another attacking sub. We had to bring on a defender or whatever. And yeah, we were just shit. We got quite lucky in the end. To be honest, we won one nil. Should have given away a penalty, uh, but we got lucky. Didn't get given and won one nil, I guess. So obviously, twenty one games on being is nice, but there are little things here and there where I'm just like, it makes me doubt Emery a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I say like 21 and get games on beating that's crazy yeah that's mental I, I think apart yeah like you look at it and you say oh that's good you know mm. win's a win doesn't mm. matter how you win them but if there's cracks like that then obviously mm. I mean against the teams like Chelsea and City they won't give you a chance to change do you know what I mean? exactly have you played City yet we played City at home they battered us well it was 2-0 but it was it's awful it was a city too now yeah it was a city too <laughs> and like it, it's funny because like that that was days before so apparently well you've seen the, the video the Arsenal fans Arsenal players sorry went to a club and they were like doing like laughing okay, laughing that. gas and that and everyone was like the sun were like getting all up out in arms and like literally all the Arsenal fans were like who fucking cares <laughs> literally who cares I think it, even your manager said yeah. pretty much that like who does care if, if fuck me if Palace were in the like top three or four like or pushing there yeah. and we're playing out of our skin and suddenly come out they're sniffing coke out of prostitutes <laughs> assholes. I would say I don't give two shit <laughs> keep doing it keep doing it every fucking year I do not care um, oh. I was just saying um, it's a shame about Rob Holding oh yeah so yeah he's done his um his cruciate ligament yeah. so he's out for like Season. six to nine months basically yeah. and I was saying like it's a shame because I don't know what that boy's got to do to get in England team. that's literally what oh, I was about to say like you literally remember mine I think he he surely must not have been far from the England call up well. if that fucking clown Lewis Dunk can make it in that team <laughs> get his spun left right I was going to say Rash- that by Rashford honestly and Rob Holding can't get in that team uh, there's uh, something wrong in the system but. That's the thing, like, I think he's had a pre like he's had it, I would say he's had at least as good a season as Joe Gomez who is getting to the England squad uh, well has gotten to the last Joe Gomez squad snap, oh, I really like Joe Gomez yeah. and I really like Rob Holding so like it's some, it happens quite a lot to Arsenal players like you get to a point where you feel like they're really progressing and then suddenly injury like that and then this is going to stall his pro- progression as well. especially if we go and buy which I think we need to do especially if we go and buy a centre back in January so like someone else might come and take his spot mm. so what's happening with Kishani? Um he just came back well he's coming back this week against Southampton so he's been out for like almost a year with a, he's done, he fucked up his knee do you think that he'll just sort of not obviously jump straight back in he obviously won't but do you think by the end of the season he'll be a starter? Koscielny? Yeah. I hope so because he's better than Mustafi. Do you know what? I, obviously, I would, I'd rather have Koscielny than one leg. I think like, he's, he's a player that like only Arsenal fans really know how good he is. That's it. Because, like, I, I mean, I watch Arsenal and I just say like, it's just a like, seven Yeah. Year, do you know what I mean? But like, that's the thing. Like, he has been putting out fires for the past like seven years yeah. in the Arsenal defence. I mean, like, he's the captain of France. You know? He's that's obviously thing, yeah. doing something right. And I always think uh, my, my test is if you look good, if as a defender you look or maybe not as much now under Arsene, under Emery but under Arsene Wenger if you looked good as a defender playing for Arsenal that means you're a really good defender because our defence is f- 
fucking shit. Yeah. So if you play for if you play for us and you look average, that means you are fucking rubbish. So yeah, um, I hope he comes back and he's and he's he probably won't be as good as he was before because you know he's, even he's like he's like 32, 33, so he's getting on a bit as well and he'll probably lost most of his pace, but he'll still be better than Mustafi. So fuck Mustafi. You know? uh, one last thing as well. Like, um, I think he so the last few players. How old is Lacazette? Lacazette is just 27, I think. 27. So, like, I wrote down here, like, a lot of the players you've just signed, you know, Socrates, mm. Aubameyang, mm. Lacazette, mm. Mkhitaryan. Old. All old. So, in sort of three years' time, quite short term, really, what is the plan? Like, what's going to... I have fuck all ideas. But obviously, you sound like Guendouzi. <laughs> yeah. Player, but, I mean, by so, the yeah. time he's sort of in his prime, you... The problem is, I don't mind, like, buying good players for now who are experienced because if you're Emery or if you're whoever's coming you're thinking right I want to buy I need to get back into the top four so I want to buy like there's no project here we need to buy players now to get back in Champions League and then we can start bringing through youth and stuff like that or do a mix of that I don't mind but it's when you bring in players obviously like Socrates 30 plus Ozil's 30 now I think Um, Mm. Mkhitaryan 30 Aubameyang 30 and they're on like £200,000 a week because you're never going to be able to... They've got no resale value and they're on massive wages. So you, so basically, you're gonna, unless obviously, you know, with a Batman, he's just scoring goals in it, so you're getting value for money. Yeah, but with something like Urz or Mkhitaryan, maybe even Socrates, it's a bit early to say, like, you're losing out because you're not getting your money's worth and then when you come time to sell him, they're either going to go on a free or, you know, you got to keep him on your books until... You, until Till they do go on. So like, I, I feel like with Arsenal, like since the like invincible days, like it's just been an ongoing like yeah we're building for the future, building for the future. Like when are you just gonna pull the trigger? And it's gonna be the this is it. Yeah. Because I mean, well that's like 14, 15 years. Mm. It's sort of been you lot known for having the young players bring the young players through, which mm. is good. I love I, it. I really like, like it, but I mean, yeah. you're not winning the league. You're not getting. I mean, you come close, you know, but you're not. The thing is, quite there. recently. Well, quite recently, this is what I think. Like, do you prefer that yes. with building, or do you like I, the but, fact that you bought Batman and you bought? I prefer. So, if you ask me, if you ask me, um, in before now, like say last season backwards, if you ask me, what period of Arsenal like do you prefer? I much preferred it when we had the young players and we were trying to we were trying to be something like, like Ramsey and Wilshire. Yeah, Ramsey Wilshire. You know, we had young Seth Fabregas. You know, even Van Persie when he was young. Much further that to having you know your Podolskis and your Giroux and yeah, you know course, all them yeah. old fucks and like <laughs> you maybe you maybe you, you know winning more games I guess but I feel like I don't know I feel like um, when you've got younger players maybe it's maybe um, it was more then because I was young then yeah. younger then but like when you got younger players I feel like there's more hope because I'd rather have young players and have hope of us being decent in the future yeah, than yeah. have players we got now and I'm like well we're not very good now. We're probably not going to be very good later. It's just frustrating. <laughs> yeah, it's just from the outside I find it frustrating. Yeah. Like, you lose like like Nazareth, if he stayed, how good could he have been? Right, mate. You know, mate. Fabregas, if he stayed, oh, how good could he have been? That would that would actually kill me. I yeah. think that would kill me. Wrong with that person, even if he just stayed another year or two. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Alex mm. Song, all these players that were like fantastic oh, for us. I loved Alex. Song. Alex Song was. I love. I literally players. loved Alex Song. Like, from out, outside of Palace, he was one of my favourite. I think. Like I really liked him as well because like he proper proved me wrong because yeah. like when he came through at Arsenal I remember thinking like him and uh, like Diaby I was like yeah. who are these like 
dead yeah, young yeah, players yeah. and everything. Like, even though, like, cliche. Oh, and I'd be like, <laughs> and I, I'd be like watching them, like, who are these fucking clowns that they just keep signing and bringing in? And then they're playing every week. And then, like, I sort of phase out of football. When I come back, Alex Song's like pinging like 60 yard <laughs> balls. Like, that, the uh, RVP volley that you played up to him, like, that was just pinpoint. I know that's one game, but he was just like. He was doing great. that whole, that whole yeah. season, he was doing that, like, literally all like, season. He was just, oh, I really like. Was that Arsenal era, from an outside view, like, yeah. was. Enjoyable. I like from a neutral. There's so many players. See, Palace weren't in the league then. I could enjoy it. Like, that's true. Yeah, that that's true. <laughs> now I just sort of ignore it. I just think, like, yeah, I used to love Palace when you were in the championship. <laughs> <laughs> you used to support Calvin Andrew every week, man. Oh, mate, what a guy. Alright, yeah, so. Yeah, fuck Arsenal, innit? So. <laughs> I don't really care. I'm not fuck Palace like, as well. Fuck Palace too. Maury. Fuck Roy as well, especially. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not joking. Um, so yeah, mate, Sir Roy of Croydon, sorry. Sir, Sir Roy. He's been granted the free. Keys, keys to the city. Keys to the to the town. Um, all right, so moving on. City lost the first game mm. against Chelsea. I didn't watch the game. Or I haven't seen any of the highlights. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know if you watched it or anything. I can't remember. But I'm not gonna lie. I didn't expect. It. I thought they were gonna batter Chelsea. Like. At least I think after um, didn't Chelsea lose to Liverpool like lost to Liverpool lost to no they lost to Spurs that's it they lost to Wolves and it was like a convincing loss from Tottenham yeah. I thought okay maybe this isn't what we you know it wasn't what we thought they were mm. not there but then I think like with Chelsea like they're so on and off that you can think of them like that you can look at them one minute and think fucking Chelsea yeah. but then next thing you're like fucking hell Chelsea um, especially like if Hazard shows up they can win that's any game that's literally they what can, I was about to say if Hazard can turn up and play his best he, yeah. they will win a game they don't have to the team doesn't even have to play well yeah. like he can in the same well. way I feel like and, as well. and in the same way I feel like if Hazard's not on it then Chelsea never really look that, they, don't, they don't look that good yeah when he's not playing well mm. uh, no, that's harsh actually and they're not an average team they're just they're not a top not, elite not, yeah team. exactly they're not a team that look like they can win the league yeah. When Hazard's not playing well. Yeah, like, Ch- too fair to Chelsea. Like, they're the, out of all the big, in the Premier League, if I have a softball for a team, it's Chelsea. That's only because my uncle was Chelsea when I was a kid. The, uh, yeah, I think they they need to sign a few more players. But mm. this is why we need Al back, mate. He would just... We actually do. He would smash... He was actually going to come on the a podcast before yeah. we left, but I don't think, I don't think we did one. Wait, Al, if you're listening, mate. <laughs> send Sky, the, Sky yeah, in, Sky mate. In, I sent you the link last week. You got that excuse. <laughs> um, shit, what was I going to say? So, yeah, so City... To see, see the, are City beatable? I think... You know, uh, it, it really... I don't understand... Like, City, they're just... They're so fucking good, like... Mm. But... I don't know, like they have got a really bad injury list, like I read it earlier, they've got like six first team injuries, which is pretty harsh. Mm. Um and it is the case like you know, we looked at them, they're like, Oh, De Bruyne is injured, like, oh poor City, they've got yeah. now they're gonna have to play Bernardo Silva yeah. and now he's injured, like, oh now they've got to play David Silva and you're like yeah. But I think even he's injured, so you yeah. think and then they're sort of stuck with like Phil Foden mm. because there's a big gap from like their elite players to their fringe players. Mm. Um But I think that people. I think if you play a certain way and you get a city on a bad day, I think they are beatable. Mm. Maybe not beatable, but you can avoid a loss. I agree, but I think yeah, you need a certain style of play to combat City. Basically, you need to play like Liverpool to 
to be You have seen. to be fast and you yeah. have to be on it. Exactly. Like if they make a mistake, you've got to punch exactly. it. But not a lot of teams do that no. because they're so, play so deep. I think I was watching them play Leon. Um, That's what I'm saying. Like, like, Hazard ago. played well they got two assists against them. So he yeah. was trying to, like, they made a few mistakes. Bang. True. He's in. But when they played Leon the other week and Leon were just pressing them, pressing them, pressing them. And obviously like, most, most, Mate, when Liverpool slaughtered them in the Champions League, that, exactly. I've never oh, seen God. pressing like that in my life. No, exactly, and the thing obviously, most of the time City have got players who can like, who can beat that press. But if you've got, if you're the, the opposing team and you've got players who can press to death and also avoid City's press, yeah. then you're you're well, you're halfway to halfway there to maybe not to winning, but at least they're not going to win. They're going to beat you. Che- Chelsea do have a good like press team, but I don't know if Sarri's sort of style is the pressing. I know Napoli it was, but yeah. to be honest, I haven't really concentrated on Chelsea either. this year. Barely watched them. But I, sp- I suppose if you've got players like Kante, mm. Barkley and mm. whoever else they play in centre mid at the minute. What's his face? Kovacic. Yeah, Kovacic. A lot of Chelsea fans don't rate him though. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard. I've heard he, he doesn't really do a lot. He, like, he Start with passing and back yeah. passing. Doesn't look forward. But Which I mean... Weird. Well, I say weird. It I shows my like bias because like he's one of the players that I thought, yeah, I really want him sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, of course. So. No, yeah. I mean, good luck to Chelsea. Yeah, fuck Chelsea, man. Alright, <laughs> so, yeah, so fuck City too. However, if it's a choice between City and Liverpool, it's City every time. Oh, I do not. <laughs> I do not uh, hear me on this I, podcast. Honestly, just don't, I don't understand Liverpool's, oh. like, div- why is their divine right? Fuck Liverpool. If, if like, Liverpool and were a all football their fans. team, yeah, if Liverpool were a football team, but, like, their fans weren't. Then, I'd probably be on board of them winning it. It's the fact, like, oh, like, oh, I can't stand them. You know, like in the, um, what was it, when Liverpool were doing one Champions League, they yeah. were like, oh, Scouse, not English. Yeah. Oh, well, fuck off out of the World Cup then. You know, you little little bouncing around in the arena celebrating. Fuck off, don't enjoy it. <laughs> don't bother watching it because you ain't English. And also, you ain't, what well, they got, like, one Scouse player in their whole squad. And they all love Joe Gomez. He's not Scouse. He's a South Londoner. Who's the Who's the Scouse? Oh, Trent. Trent. Yeah. Yeah. Fair and enough. he's a fucking weirdo anyway. Well, yeah. So if you go and buy that, I mean, you're not weird. Do you know what? I just I just don't get the divine right. I do. I really like. I say if it wasn't Liverpool, I love the team. That's the thing. Although I've only watched them maybe three times a season, I think I preferred watching them play last season. When, yeah, they were, when they were more like free-flowing attacking, but then they might like, concede a couple of goals, but they'll still win 4-2. Whereas yeah. this season, there's a lot of 1-0s, you know, and a few couple of 2-1s. They're a lot more rigid at the back, which is, I suppose is, is great for them because defences win titles. Yeah. But it's not as insta- they're not as entertaining as they were last season, I don't think, anyway. No, definitely not. Like, they put... They basically if Liverpool were on Scott, I'd be watching it. Yeah, exactly. Because you just knew it was going to be a good game. Yeah, like, exactly. They're either going to get embarrassed or they're going <laughs> to slaughter something. Yeah. There's no in between. Like they're, they're basically playing Salah up front now and they've dropped Firmino back which is disastrous for my fantasy team I'm not going to lie um, and so like can you see them can you see them winning the league what Liverpool yeah or do you think like a lot of people say they think they'll, they'll drop off eventually do you think they'll drop off or do you think I don't think so because like a lot of times when <clears throat> a team drops off it's, it's more like they get figured out mm. Like, you know, I know it's not quite the same, but with Leicester when they won the league, mm. the next year, everyone figured out what they were doing. Mm. Now, I don't know how it didn't happen earlier. I was going to say that. Was but, <laughs> I mean, they got figured out. And with Liverpool, they're playing the same, sort of say, more or less the same as they were last year. Yeah. 
just a little bit more rigid at the back. Mm. And they're still winning every game. Well, they're not, they haven't lost yet. Don't so, it, yeah. in a way, I, I don't think they will drop off. I mean, it's been half a season. Mm. They sort of look fairly good. Mm. So, no, I don't think they will. I think they'll be up there, but it's more... It's, it's City's to lose. That's the, okay. that's the thing. If City so. fuck up, then yeah, Liverpool can do it. I think I agree. I think I would go with City... Well, I think City have just got the superior team and superior manager. Mm. But that aside, they've also got the experience. And they've got the better squad. So, like, whereas... However, can I just... Go, ahead, go, sorry. Ahead, go ahead. If, uh... <laughs> if I could write the script for this year, mm. Liverpool overtakes City with about five games to go. Mm. Um, couple of draws here and there. But City are also drawing, so Liverpool are creeping on the title and then in the last game they fuck it somehow. That would be... What, Jordan Henderson slip, yeah? He still not slip. Awesome. Yeah, no, nah, that, that was too perfect. It won't be, it <laughs> that won't, was fucking it brilliant. It won't be that sweet again. Okay. And also, Chris Dambour was in there, so oh, never, it would never be that sweet. <laughs> Damo from 30 yards. <laughs> Damo and Lenny from 30 yards. It's a good flat deflection, I don't care. I remember watching that, like, I was loud. I was like, oh, <laughs> Like, I was screaming. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> 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 well, I was sitting behind the oh. goal, the other end, yeah. so I saw the thing and it didn't even look like it nicked him. It just yeah. looked like he just fucking booted it, just like <laughs> flew into the top corner, like Mingle just like scrambling towards it. And I was like, I just oh. turned to my mate, Josh, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> we did it like, we barely celebrate. The thing is, and this is off topic, yeah. but the the most beautiful thing about that game was like, obviously for the neutral six goals, brilliant. Yeah. Liverpool fuck up their chances and yeah. all that. But it was because I was sitting right next to the away fans, one nil, two nil, attack, 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 mm. and it was so patronising because we were the little team. We, mm. That was our first year up there, and they're just doing it three nil, attack, 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 because they needed like a they need to win a five goal win or yeah. something like that. And they, they, fucking hell, they were going to get it. Yeah. It was fucking Damien Delaney. So <laughs> Damien steps up. Things <laughs> up from 30 yards. And they just shut up. They just absolutely shut up. And they were the most bitter fans, like, walking out, you know, throwing stuff at us and whatever across the barrier. And they just flooded out at the end of full time. They didn't even clap the players. They just went. Yeah. And I was just like... Do you remember that game with that Liverpool fan with a fat head? That ugly Liverpool fan. No. And yeah, I need to show you that. Because that's what I think of when I think of Liverpool fans. Like, I need to show you the picture. I tell you what, I walk, after I went to Everton away last year, yeah. walking through Liverpool, oh. I, I learned what Liverpool is. Shut up thinking about it. Hey, my, aunt, my aunt's a scout, so like from yeah. Birkenhead and that. But I mean, yeah, I, I know now why she lived down there. <laughs> yeah. She moved down there and got away from it. Yeah. But I mean, that it's, it's bad to generalise the whole city obviously but, but I will, it, well, I will. and it, that place was an absolute shit on me I, I walked down there I'll tell you a quick story I was walking down the street and uh, there's a phone box with, and I'm with my sister obviously mm. limping around and uh, out swings a woman from the phone box mm. with an older woman and she's screaming at the old woman obviously her mum where's the baby where's the baby and then they've lost their fucking baby and then all of a sudden a man scrolls out He's got a baby! And they start chasing <laughs> down the street after this baby. I just thought, what the 
fuck is going on? And this is when me and my sister are like, right, let's let's order an Uber or something. Anyway, like, I walk down the street and I go for a quick piss down this alley. And uh, it's like a derelict pub. Yeah. And I'm pissing like in the doorway. And then uh, I've got a lovely view of Anfield to my right. Mm. And I was like, wow, that is a beautiful stadium. And then uh, I've noticed that the letterbox of this pub's sort of open. There's like a flickering inside. And I was like, mm. what the hell? So I leant forward, look inside. Probably about 20 squatters in there. All doing fuck it, I don't know what, but I zip my trousers up and pelted it down the uh, And then bloody taxi turns up and some woman stumbles out of the news agents with a bottle of white ace Jesus. and f- just fucking walks out in front of the cab and falls over, <laughs> like clips the head, like falls over and drops a bottle of white ace. She was not bothered about her legs, she wanted that bottle what? of white ace. So. <laughs> uh, honestly, that place was absolutely disgusting. Yeah, obviously there's nice areas in Liverpool but yeah I imagine but I haven't seen but it. I mean from I what I saw and that experience oh, I probably won't go back I don't mate alright let's maybe we should edit that better because that was kind of harsh no, fuck, <laughs> <it>. <laughs> fuck Liverpool innit <laughs> if anyone wants to you know tell me that Liverpool's a nice place then at me innit and, and, we'll, and we'll find I, out I, I'm all for it if you yeah. show me a nice picture of Liverpool then I'll show you a lie <laughs> yeah I'll show you I'll show you <laughs> I'll show you the real I'll show Liverpool. you the real life <laughs> alright where were we with that anyway? What were we talking about? Um, I don't know. Oh, Christian Bowen and yeah. Where else were we? Were we oh, oh, I actually got on here. Go for it. It's sort of what we've been saying. Are Liverpool that good? No. No. I think they are massively out. They are massively. Uh, what's the word? They are. Like you, um, right. If you look at that team, they got a very strong team, right? So what is wrong with it? What What do they need to improve? I still think, to the, I still think the midfield's not good. That's what I think. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Fabinho might have been the answer, but he just—I don't think he doesn't interested. look. He doesn't look good. Um, yeah, the midfield. There is a, he's still the midfield. What still one out, one out of the Milner plus one, maybe Henderson. Milner. Like that's not going to win you. That midfield is not going to win you title in my. If opinion. it does on there, well, piss my pants. But yeah, I agree. Actually, the apart from that, the back five is is solid, solid to say the least. Um, and obviously, the front three is is good. I mean, for me, no, not really scoring the season, but he's still a good player. Oh, mate, John, better piss off about. Go on. Trent's out injured. Mm. Uh, I think Joe Gomez might be injured. I can't remember. Trippier's injured. Mm. No, Wolf, England, is there. no England game until like... No England game yeah. for another like two months. Shame, away. Isn't Saka it? ain't getting in That's there. That's a like. shame. Uh, he's very frustrated. Speaking of, is, this is random, but you know, is Klein fit? Or is he... Is he does he even play for Liverpool anymore? No. I saw somewhere that Cardiff or someone won him online. Oh, that's peak. It's just... And do you know what? It's actually... I was thinking this the other day. I'm actually quite upset that wan has come through now mm. because I would have loved to have climbed back. Yeah. I mean, we're apparently getting Victor Moses or whatever as well mm. for like 12 million. Like, 12 million? Get the old gang back oh, together. Oh, God. No, man. Not for 12 million. Maybe on the free. Get the old gang back together. No, man. <laughs> Jesus. Get, get Scowcroft. Get Calvin Andrew, you're right. Um... <laughs> So, right, oh shit, I'm not going soon. So, where are you going? Going to cinema, mate. Oh, sauce. And, um, so, we can do our, quickly, we can do our team of the season so far, and then we can talk about, end it by talking about Raheem. Wait, so. I'll do one more quick question. Go on. Pogba yeah. or Mourinho? Pogba you know, all day, every day. Yeah. Fuck Mourinho! Mourinho's finished as an elite manager. He's absolutely finished. He can't get any, he's got a good team. Like, if you put Man United's best team out on paper, I would say they should be in the in the top four. Like maybe it's not winning, maybe not winning leagues. Their defense isn't great, but I like Bai. Bai's decent. Their fullbacks yeah. are shit. Fair enough. 
But like midfield's all right. Like Matic is okay. Pogba's decent, you know. And obviously you got you know your your Matters and the, mm. your your Freds and Herrera's. Fair enough. And then up front, like obviously Sanchez is shit now, so whatever. You got Marshall, you got Rashford, you got Lukaku, who's obviously Lukaku, but still, he's <laughs> 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 still gonna score goals. Like, like he is way, way underperforming what that team is capable of. I think, and I think he is a he's a manager who just doesn't know how to um, affect games like he used to. Mm, that's fair. Yeah. And that pause. Go on. What time are you go guessing more? Uh, like 10 minutes oh shit it's the play oh I did that alright no one last thing as well the other day I read um, like man you want to get Pochettino and they're ha- happy to like double or triple his wages or whatever Jesus yeah. um, would they win the title with you? Um, they'd be much much more likely to win the with title with those players Pochettino. pressing the way he plays you know energy and all that getting the best out of the players yeah he's probably one of the best in the world for that I agree. He, they wouldn't win the league, but they would come close. I think okay. under Pochettino, yeah, because Mourinho is just in there. See, and Pogba, Pogba's not forming to the level that we know all know he can play at. But I think that at this point here, the, the relationship between him and Mourinho is just completely severed now. So he, Mourinho doesn't want to play him, mm. and when he does play him, Pogba doesn't want to play for Mourinho. So one something's got to give, and I think it should be Mourinho because Mourinho's done out here, and Pogba. On his day, it's probably one of the best seven fielders in the Premier Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. So. Fuck Mourinho. And fuck Pep. Alright, so let's say it's a, it's a 4 3 3. Okay. The team of the season. Go on. Uh, well, so far, obviously. Okay. Uh, in goal, I'd attempt to go with Allison. That's what I was going to say. I'll say Allison. Um, then right back, Walker, I suppose. Walker or Trent. Hands on their own. Um, I won't go with Trent because I love Wan-Bissaka. Yeah. I mean, Wan-Bissaka's been, been good. Obviously, Palace is like 16th, but yeah, <laughs> Wan-Bissaka's been good. I don't good. feel like we can put Palace Fair enough, fair enough. All right, so... so. You know what? All right, fine. Let's put Trent in because he has come from nothing. Okay. More standout than Walker. Okay. So there's back. two centre-back Van Dijk. Van Dijk, yeah. <laughs> and who else? Who's top of the... Laporte's been good. Laporte's been good. Um, Joe Gomez. Joe Gomez has been good. I've been with that out probably just putting the Liverpool defence in. Yeah. And then, like, um, I suppose Chelsea's defenders really good. Yeah. Aki's been good for Gomez. Aki, see, that's the one I was going to say, but... Um, yeah. I don't know. I'll go with Laporte. Yeah, because I, I, yeah, I feel like we can't, I can't put another fucking Liverpool player in. Yeah. With that defence. Uh, left back. I actually don't know. Honestly, Robertson Burns is the too many Liverpool players. It's got to be Robertson. <laughs> Although Alonso, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm only going fantasy points, but Alonso's got a lot of fantasy points. Yeah, they get their assists. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I'm going Robertson. Though. Oh God, so many Liverpool players. Ugh. Oh, I'll say Robertson then. That's right. Midfield now. They won't be Reluctantly, I'm saying, I'm saying Robertson. So <laughs> right, we've got midfielders now. Okay. Um, midfielders, centre mids. You say three of them. Three of them. Uh, Torreira, I think. Oh, yeah, cool. So, yeah, a shot. Um, and then... Bernardo Silva. I think he's been very good this season. Yeah. Doesn't or, he play more like a wide player? Though? That's true. Or... David Silva's been... David Silva's been really good. I think that Brooks for Bournemouth has been really good. Yeah, not too bad. Um, who else can I think of? I can't really 
Mm. I, I feel like I'm just trying to think, like, I want to shout Jorginho. But he's, more, he's not well, really been standout, has he? I wouldn't know. I haven't really watched Kante. Chelsea much. Kante. Apparently Kante's been actually quite bad this season, I've heard. Not possible. But it's because he's not playing as the... Um, oh, fuck's sake. Matic? He's not playing as the... I've heard, I've also heard that Matic has been woeful. I'm not <laughs> saying his name's not really that fast. But, um, really that. but where? What other teams are there? Uh, There's not really any sentiments this year, I'm thinking. I'm thinking, yeah. Like, like red hot. Wow. Yeah. So I mean... I would, I, you have to have a Man City one, like, midfielder in there. I'd probably go with the two silvers. That's fair. I think that's fair. But, yeah. Right. Yeah. Two silvers, yeah. Oh, any mm, any top players? Do you think? Kane. Mm, but then uh, as a striker, you probably got to think of other options. But then, okay. Who are top centers? I don't even think Dyer. Dyer. Winks. Winks. He's a substitute. Ali. Ali. Dembele. I really Dembele hasn't really played this season much. No. Sissoko's Sissoko. been playing. Actually, he's been all right. Apparently, he's been yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, he's uh, yeah okay. Honorable oh, anyway. mention. Yeah, <laughs> left wing slash right wing. I feel like Sterling's been very good this year. Yeah, season. Sterling right wing, definitely. And then Hazard on the other one, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you're leave, you well, then you can even pick, I feel like, um, oh shit, Aubameyang, Kane, or Salah. Or Wilson. Or Wilson. So what do you think? I won't put Salah. Okay. Why? Because... I don't want to. <laughs> 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 I would. I would probably say I would be very tempted by Bamiang, and a lot of people obviously say that it's all tapping. But that's mm. the makings of a great striker. In my I agree. Life. Like striker scores goals, not worldies or anything. Um, I would happily put Bamiang in there, mm. um, but then I don't think he's been standout. Mm. Like I don't think he's really won you a game, has mm. he? So. Um. I mean, recently, obviously, Salah's stand-up. I would argue that Salah won... Um, Salah. I would argue that Aubameyang won us the Tottenham game because he scored twice. Of course, yeah. Right. And he scored the winner against Bournemouth. Okay. So that's a couple of games out off the top of my head. Um, mm. Kane started quite well, but then didn't score for time. Scored the winner at Old Trafford. I mean, well, scored in the 3-0 at Old Trafford. Um, obviously, just bangs boss of fun. But no, fuck Kane in it. I'm not putting Kane in. So, Aubameyang or Salah? Mm. <laughs> One of them two. I'm happy to just put Aubameyang slash Salah. Because I think they've both been very decent. We've got to pick one. We've got to pick one. We've got to pick one. There's too many Liverpool players in this team. Yeah. Let's pick, a Let's pick Aubameyang. <laughs> Mate, I'm going to write Salah down. Alright, fair enough. I'm putting Aubameyang. So... So, so obvious. You've got one, two, three, four... Five, no, well, you've got five Liverpool players, I've got four Liverpool players. Yeah. And then you've got, I mean, which I suppose is Liverpool top of the league, so I suppose it kind of makes sense. You've got two Arsenal players. Mm. Three City players. Three City players. Four one, City players. Four, yeah, four, sorry, four City players, which makes sense because they're top of the league. And then one Chelsea player. That's fair. I think. I, I think I agree. Um, also, I think, well, Torreira and Alisson together I think have been the two of the upper like signings of the season so far are you sorry Torreira and Alisson yeah because yeah, Alisson's made a massive difference to that Liverpool defence obviously along with Van Dijk as well and then Torreira's just like he's just sick 
that penalty. Was he given a penalty? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't think we've got enough time. When have we got? Oh, shit, yeah. I've got to shoot. I will talk about... Shit. I was going to say about Sterling. Oh, shit. Um, what time's your film? Like half eight. You're driving? Yeah. I mean, there's... Nah, it takes five minutes. Big previews and stuff. So, you caught talking about... Um, yeah, so Raheem Sterling was... Well, so I saw a video. Well, everyone's seen it now. Um, Sterling against Chelsea... He's about to go Shock. get the ball. Well, about to get the ball for. No, a he's from Beckenham. Huh? Apparently, that guy from Beckenham. Really? Yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> apparently, apparently. I won't be so. I won't be so. Yeah. Fucking hell. Probably for Manly. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Sterling's um, picking the ball from corner, and uh, fans screaming, hur- hurling abuse at him, and you can see one of them mouth the word "you effing black c word." So Sterling comes out and. Um, Basically, basically talking about um, how he's been being subject to racist abuse, and the media and everything like that, like helps lend towards this because they um, they write about black players that are different than they do white players. And interestingly, as well, is that the two examples of racism he uses are um, two city youth players, not himself, yeah. which I thought was really good of him. Yeah, because he could have he's had he's, he's had he's got a lot of evidence to use yeah. if, he, if he wanted to use himself. Yeah. So like, oh, good finish. And um, yeah, so the, the example that he used was like, um, so it was Phil, was it Phil Foden? Yeah. And then I don't know the other city, I'm not sure I don't know the city player's name. And the one headline was Phil Foden buys his mum two million pound house. And then the other headline for the black player was um, uh, this such such player buys his mum a house despite never having played her first team game. So to kind of insinuate that he hasn't earned. This, he's not earning it. Yeah, he's not earned his right, even though he, obviously he's making all this money and he hasn't earned it, da-da-da-da. And then you get people like, obviously, I've blocked him on Twitter, so I don't see any of his bollocks, but people like Piers Morgan, who are just like, oh, yeah, no, it's not racist, and they're always giving excuses, but, like... And then he come, gets people to come on the show, like, I think it was Car- Carlisle and um, someone else who come on the show, and he just, like, baits them into debate, and you're yeah. debating something that is, like, so overtly true, like... He'll, he'll exploit something yeah. small in, you, in your argument yeah. as well. He won't sort of round it off yeah. and target everything. He'll find one sort one of loophole bit, yeah. and really expose it. This is twat. It really is. I mean, and I mean, like, it's kind of a strange one because, like, you're getting everyone supporting Sterling, but mm. it's still... The one thing that I... Like, I mean, it, it might upset you, but, I mean, for me, like, it confuses me is that it always seems to be a group of white men talking about mm. the issue. Mm. I'm, I really don't think it's, the issue is represented anywhere yeah. except for, you know, me and you, me and you sitting here tweet, yeah. uh, talking or a few people tweeting each other and all mm. that. Uh, just, it really frustrates me. Like, what's that scumbag? Is it Dave Kitson? Dave, oh, yeah, yeah. What, what, he's talking shit. And then you go oh, on his Twitter, he's like, oh, he's, yeah. I've gone through his Instagram and he's posting pictures of his cars and mm. doing this and that. Well, fucking hell, why not? Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you now that every <laughs> every white girl that went to school and you know, lives in this area posted yeah. a picture of her first car yeah. on Instagram. Yeah. What's the difference? Exactly. You just, he earned more money, he got a better exactly. car. And then the fucking Bellend, he's posted pictures of himself with his fucking car and guns. doing all, and guns and all stupid shit like that on his Instagram. And... He has the fucking cheek to have a go at Raheem Sterling for doing the exact same thing. If I've got money, why haven't I got the right to... to... Exactly. And, and even well, something else, like the uh, the tattoo of a gun on his shit. Yeah. 
Why the fuck not? I know, I know. It's right. Yeah, my you know kids see a gun or what to do. There's, there's guns everywhere. Yeah. You know, with what the shit going on in America. Yeah. Like how how are kids not going to hear about guns? Yeah. Well, he's a bad influence. I'm sorry. The thing, the tattoo thing, thing for me at the end of the day, it's absolutely no one else's business. I can get tattooed on myself whatever the fuck I want. I don't have to justify it to anybody. So the fact that he even had to come out and say that you know it was uh, to remind him of his dad and blah 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 stuff like that. For me, you don't even need to do that because it's no one's business but your own. Honestly, he's the most like. I respect respect that guy so much. Honestly, he gets abused. Like even when he was young and at Liverpool, he asked for more money. Every player ever asked for more money. Yeah. Every player ever didn't get the deal he wanted, so he moved on. Like yeah. that is what every player in the world does. Yeah. Every player. Wayne Rooney was going to do the same. If you look at his dirty history, yeah. he held Man U like ransom, and then they paid him. Mm. Sterling tried it. Oh, you know, he's asking too much. Mm. Blah blah blah. He was in that title near near title winning, title winning team, and he was, yeah. was integral, so important, integral part of that team. And like, I feel like with Sterling. They always, uh, maybe in a, uh, actually with a quite a lot of back players, they always, people, the media, they write about it as if like you should be grateful that you're here sort of thing. It's disgusting. And I just don't get it. And it, 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 it's, it's mental to think that you, like I can't sit here and say something horrible about your ethnicity. Yeah. But some guy that writes a column for the Daily Mail can insinuate anything yeah. that I'm trying to say. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm I don't think these things but I'm just using that as an example yeah. but you know I think that a lot of like these journalists basically think it's not racist unless I personally call him a yeah. something or yeah. the other yeah. um, and I say it's always white like white men and even it, even when the white guy's hitting the nail on the head it's almost like no one pays attention you're, you're, you're just saying it to you're sitting there with Jim White to cover your own back Sort yeah, of. and it's it's kind of like you can speak highly. I just it need. Uh, I think they're just the whole thing is quite like a domino effect. You know, not enough yeah. black coaches. Yeah. Then there's no black role models there yeah. to anyone. Yeah. For black people, sorry. Um, and it's just it needs to all shift now. What mm. like the that uh, documentary the other day? Out of the skin. Yeah. Who, of the skin. Yeah, and um, the bit about. Was it John Barnes, mm. manager, or was it Paul Lintz? Uh, uh, they're both managers, I'm not sure. Either. But the way that he had to fight, even Sol Campbell, like, he's been floating around, he's got his badges and everything, he's just, and he's got to go to Macclesfield, yeah. whatever it is. Like Stephen Jarrett got a job at fucking Rangers, just like that. <laughs> Frank Lampard got, got a job Yeah, Frank Lampard got a job at Derby, just like that. Just and because he used to be a footballer, it's not right, or you yeah. can say that he's got, oh, he's, yeah, but he's like, he's in the hundreds yeah. or whatever. No, I'm sorry. But the thing's like, no one cares to hear about racism until old white men talk, start talking about it. Exactly, and they don't want to talk about it. No, because it's, 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 it's not new. It's not, it it doesn't affect them. It's not, it's like, all this stuff that's happened in Sterling, all stuff that like, you know, I've been to talk, I've been to talk matches where people are charting racist songs about Adebayor and anti-Semitic songs about, you know, whatever, whatever. Like, this is not nothing new, but it annoys me that it's only now that journalists and Gary Neville and Jamie Carragher all just started to start speaking about it. It's only when Sterling comes up and says something about it. Like, you should have been... These lots should, are supposed to be the, the role models. Gary Neville himself, he didn't know what to say to Raheem Sterling. Just trying to patch him up. Just get ready for the next game. Like, that's... It's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> it's bullshit. And 
We can't we can't sit here and say that England's the most multicultural place when we still openly pick on exactly. the vulnerable. It's bo- bollocks. And I fucking I just hate I, fuck the Daily Mail yeah. <laughs> because they oh, have, yeah. they'll be worst them and the Sun would be two worst publications in the U, in the fucking UK fuck them fuck Piers Morgan uh, fuck that racist Chelsea fan um, yeah man fuck racist and do you know what like, just to finish off the thought, that oh. Chelsea fan apparently said come out and he said oh but I said he's a mank cunt absolute bollocks like if so you're an idiot you're yeah. still abusing a player yeah. who's vulnerable <sighs> be done with it he's sending him away and that that Kipling thing sort of just rounds it off. Oh, I don't know what's happening. Like suddenly, <laughs> like just suddenly, oh, this country God, like man. proper racist recently. You say suddenly. I mean, this. Okay, I mean, yeah. this month has just okay, been a bit yeah, hectic. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. That that video, I don't know. I like the Kipling thing. I was just like, I'm baffled. I was what is this? Because I, like, I saw your tweet and yeah. I was just like, I'm gonna look it up. And I watched it and I was like, Seriously, you would even... Like, I just don't get it. The fact no. that it was even acceptable that someone sent it and then uploaded it. Exactly. And uh, it's just like... And you thought this is like, you think this is okay. I know it's nothing to do with football, but it's the same sort of context. Even so, like, yeah. Anyway, fuck, fuck racist, innit? Um, yeah, so yeah. I guess we're at the, it's a bit of a shit note to end on, but yeah. So we're at the end of episode 19. Um, follow us on Twitter, even though we don't tweet. Shout out to Fogden. Um, at Sunday League Pod um, and let us know any of the thoughts you think about you know how Arsenal are performing how Palace are performing you know City, Liverpool even the Raheem Stones also if you don't support Arsenal or Palace we want to hear yeah true true opinions about this your teams we, yeah. this is what we talk about but yeah feel free to um, interject in anything you might want us to talk about so yeah um, probably won't be back till Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah, Merry Christmas, because we probably <laughs> see you at the end of the season, because we probably won't be back before then. <laughs> hopefully, we will, and hopefully, we'll have, uh, you know, maybe Glenn will be here, and Fogden will be here. Actually, Glenn probably won't be here, because he's moving away. So, hopefully, Fogden will be here. Time. Yeah, yeah, fuck Glenn. Um, <laughs> but also, Glenn, please don't. Okay, yeah. <laughs> please don't go. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Glenn, love you. And, uh, yeah, so, see you next time. Peace.